Welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party Podcast, the longest-running podcast about Vanderpump Rules out there. Please join your hosts, Holly and Sarah, as they deep dive everything Vanderpump Rules. Hi, everyone. I'm Holly Borquez. I'm Sarah C. What's up? Oh, my gosh. It has just been a doozy of a Monday. And yeah, what's up? Yeah, you literally just got home. I literally just walked through the door. Um, You guys, uh, my two daughters, Ronnie and Daisy, are in a production of You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown. It's a musical. And we are in tech this week, which... Before doing all this, I had no idea what tech is. What it means is it's like a full run-through of the show with sound and all of that stuff. Um, And it's exhausting. Like, it was from 5 to 9 tonight, and, you know, it's just, like, constant work. (laughs) Yeah. But here I am. I'm ready to, like, talk and catch up and see what's going on. Okay. Well, you guys, we are going to... Do some updates on things that have been happening, some things you guys can go listen to and whatnot. And then we're going to move it over to Patreon and talk about our our weekend events and Patreon that on our experience at the Straight Up with Stassi show. I know that's a mixed bag for a lot of you. That's why it's on Patreon. Um, You did see some clips on our Instagram. We're going to post all of our videos in Patreon. Mm-hmm. So you guys can peruse as desired or not. Totally. We were able, we were also right there during the Padres game. I was down a little bit early. And um, we had um, Ariana and Sheena throwing out the first pitch at the Padres game. So that's quite an honor and fun. And then the fireworks and all that after the Padres. And then the Stasi Theater was like literally like right there so yeah I couldn't um I'm not that familiar with San Diego so when I saw how like because Sarah was like there's gonna be Padre traffic and I was like okay yeah big deal I didn't realize it was like literally right there so um yeah that was like super exciting to see yeah I wonder if they all knew they were staying downtown at the the same time Stassi and Ariana and Sheena Probably not. And they were both like working at the same time. So they probably didn't even see it till it was like too late where they're like, you were here, you know? Yeah, I'm sure they both stayed overnight there. I know um, Sheena was at the Omni where I have stayed before. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Not my faves. It's nice. It's just, uh, I got my preferences. God knows we've stayed at all of them at this point, right? Yeah. (laughs) Between San Diego and Orange County in L.A. So, well, speaking of Ariana, I mean, it's been rumored, reported, she's possibly made up to, like, a million since Scandival. Now, think about it. That's like a couple seasons of VPR pay. Mm-hmm. So, good for her. I mean, she's... I'm really happy the cast is now, like, learned from past procrastination steps. Everyone, like has finally figured it out and like hit the ball running now, get your shit out, take every opportunity because it seemed like for years, like no one was doing anything and like, Oh, we're going to come out with a t-shirt that says 
not about the pasta like four seasons later it's like you guys gotta strike while the iron's hot mm-hmm. yeah totally so fortunately for her she has it does seem like she's been grabbing all the opportunities and because you know they're gonna dwindle and unfortunately we have already seen the tide turning a little bit um some of just what we've heard and seen on the interwebs on reddits reddit groups on other podcasts of um you know some people just kind of say yeah well we'll get into it um like for example we had a listener shout out to you i didn't know if you wanted to be named or not but thank you for sending us the footage of she was at the michigan show of Tom Sandoval. Now keep in mind, this was a free event for pride and you could tell by the crowd too. Like they're just probably, you know, a lot of, at least from what I could tell, a lot of people were just there for the event, not for Tom Sandoval. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, total mixed bag of a crowd. Uh, But our friend was um, showing his videos and pictures and whatnot. And uh, it's, you know, it was like some people were there for him, but for the most part, not so much. Oh, some of the clips she sent. That one clip was so brutal. I mean, I was almost going to play it on the podcast because um, I don't want to keep promoting like here and there. It's funny to post clips of him and stuff because they're pretty cringy. Um, given the stress level, I understand why his like vocal performances may be declined. But this one clip, it was so awful. The first one, did you watch that? And and he's like, he he was so off key. It was. Yeah. It's hard to swallow. Um, And nobody really seemed that engaged, but he was still doing. Yeah, I feel like the messages that we're getting, like in our DMs and in our email, are people, they're still kind of. you know, they're like, Team Ariana, but, like, we just wanted to go see, like, what was going on. And I totally get that. Like, I am, like, so freaking nosy and, like, have to know what's going on, too. And, like, I have to see for myself. Like, I don't like to hear from people. Like, I want to experience it myself. So I totally understand that feeling. And I think I think that that's how it's going to be for a while. Like, with uh, going to Tom Tom, going to Schwartz and Sandy's, going to... Sandoval's show, you know, it's like everyone's still like they're we're testing the waters, you know, to see how it feels. Well, we heard someone there was escorted off or asked to leave because they were holding a Team Ariana poster. So they're really stepping it up. Yeah. Um, this kind of doubles up with also what I heard, and also that he's saying, you know, Schwartzy, can't you see that Raquel is hot for me? So he's saying that. And then doubling up, so that was from our listener. I happened to listen to Zach Peters' podcast. I think it's called No Filter. He had um, he was going to go to the one in Chicago, but wasn't able to go. But he had like a friend, Bravo Babe, go, and she also reported that he's saying, "Schwartzy, can't you see that Raquel is hot for me?" But then he didn't. So that's already like cracking a joke. Then he did another one. And some song where he's like, I create sins, not tragedies. And then, and then he made a side remark like, Haha, last time I sang that song, my phone fell out of my pocket. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh-oh. 
Hold uh, on. Uh-oh. I gotta turn my TV off. One sec. <laughs> I love the, those commercials where they give, like, so many freaking like, they're like, tell your doctor if you plan to be pregnant, if you plan to breathe air, if you plan to do anything, you probably should let us know because there could be a side effect where you could have diarrhea, barfing. Like, if it's you like, plan to breathe. Or yeah, break. it's like, excuse me, like, that seems like a risk. <laughs> so she was saying, um, okay, well, also at the Michigan one where our friend was, they had that great banner, right? Tom, pay your mom back. Um, okay, first of all, like that banner was high quality. I really appreciated whoever did that because like I probably would have gone to like Dollar Tree and tried to do like a poster board and that was like some legit signage. Yeah, I love it. And they were outside the fence. So that was even more perfect. Cause like, there's no escorting that. You're just yeah, what are you going to do? With a sign. Yeah. Perfect. Um, and, it, said, and, uh, and it was like a little like different than like, like Team Ariana. Like it was funny. You know what I mean? It was like, Tom, pay your mom back. Like that was, it, that was funny. Funny and true because here he is. He, he has gloated many times of how he pays the band out of pocket. For rehearsal, for the shows, for their travel, for their hotels, flights, all of it. And it's like, if I was his mom, I'd be like, uh, can you get the bar profitable and then spend your money on this shit, please? So, um, oh God, my point was something different, but um, the, the so that was the Michigan show, but then the Chicago show is a little alarming because it was in a theater, much mm-hmm. like the Stasi was in a theater. And Zach had done events at this theater before, planned them, and he said it's a thousand person capacity. Okay. And I think I'd made notes on Stasi's too, you know, similar type of seating. And I guess it was full, like the balcony was full, everything. And also they had like, it was all chairs, like we've been seeing, like Tom Sandoval when he first started performing. He had a dance floor. There was never any seating until, I guess, the one in San Juan, right? But that was just kind of the the venue. No, there was still dancing a little bit. Yeah. Between rows. But since Scandaval, he has, like, ixnayed any kind of dance floor and just wants people seated. And I'm like, who is going to just – does he just want people seated to stare at him and watch him. I think he does. He doesn't, you know, most musicians want people out there on the dance floor and enjoying the music and having fun. No, he just wants people to watch them. Yeah. Then- I, I was trying, like, I I guess I've been, like, trying to get into the head of Sandoval himself and then, obviously, Jason. Like, I don't know. I don't know that I would discourage people I think I would like quietly be hoping that people came bringing signs and bringing their anger to my show because it would it would still it would be encouraging people to come like to put all of these rules up and the chairs in front. It's like a true risk to to do to yourself to limit those fans away doesn't seem like the smartest business idea. Yeah, well, I guess so this Bravo babe had asked around and just interviewed people and staff. And the staff of the theater, I guess they're all volunteers because they get to see free shows that way. But they said that the um, front rows, there's chairs, but it's up to the band if they want to keep them or if they want to clear the chairs away and make a dance space. And Tom Sandoval's band 
chose to leave the chairs. I'm sure A, to prevent people throwing tomatoes or people like us yelling Team Mariana stage side. Um, but it, I guess it didn't really matter because she said the people, there's all these fangirls in the front row that were like clamoring to like touch him. And then he was singing Sex on Fire and he was down on his knees, like pandering to those front row fangirls and like allowing them to like paw all over him. And then he got down on his back as we've seen him do shirtless and grind on the floor. Like he's Prince or something. It's so cringy. And I was, I was thinking about Sheena on her podcast. She was saying that, you know, obviously she wants no friendship or relationship, but she was worried about his mental health after his best friend died. Right. They were all, everyone's like, who's Ollie? Who's Ollie? And that's his best friend. And everyone posted, like, you know, sad commemorative posts, including Ariana, including Kristen, because they all knew Allie. And so Sheena was a little worried, like, oh, wow, he's already in a really down time. Now this. She goes, I, you know, she goes, I reached out. She goes, it one looked like it was delivered. And then the second one, I'm clearly blocked. He blocked me. And then I think found out later she he has indeed blocked her when she was just inquiring about his health. So she ask Kyle Chan anyways to to reach out and just make sure he's like not suicidal or something. And after watching these videos and then hearing these accounts on, you know, our listener on Zach's podcast, I was like, you know what, don't worry about it. He's clearly doing fine. He is writhing on the stage. He is letting girls paw at him. He's still taking his shirt off because nobody's asking. I, I love that our listener pointed out too. She's like, yeah, and then he ripped his shirt off. She's like, nobody asked him to do that. No one was like, take your shirt off. You know, as we know, he loves to do that. I mean, no, oh. even in his heyday, no one asked. You know, like even at the height <laughs> of his, yeah, no no one asked. And so it's like, I, I think he's doing just fine. <laughs> it's like, here are people like who are now as enemies are still worried. He, he doesn't care. All he does is block them. It's like, God, you are a piece of work. I knew that I knew it wasn't good. Like, they're not going to throw away that friendship there. It's the line is drawn right now. But they're all they're They're still going to care about each other for sure. And the fact that like, he's still making jokes. The Ra- Raquel is hot for me. But then the last time I sang that song, my phone fell out of my pocket. <laughs> You're making jokes. Okay. You're really... It's like it's like a little too soon. Like maybe if it had yes. been like two years or like season eleven started and like the show's going in a different direction or like there's been like true closure at the reunion, which we know we're not going to get because all of us are feeling still like super unsettled. So yeah, it's too soon. Too soon, bro. Well, I mean, we're coming up upon Wednesday when he's sobbing, Ariana. I know you're going to hate me, but I love you. And he's sobbing and you almost feel empathy for him. But it's like, oh, he's fine. That w- that was for the cameras. That was a performative piece of work. I truly feel like he is doubling down right now on how to like move on with his life he is like digging in his heels and is going to continue this band whether everyone likes it or not and uh, again like I feel I feel like that's like such a risk I I if I was managing him I may have suggested like let's take a little hiatus with the band like let's 
you know, you can circle back to it. Like, you know, if you are still into that, but like, let's take, let's give the brand, the band a little break. I feel like the front row blockage and the secure, the new security for the shows isn't so much for Sandoval. I think that it's for the band because I will never forget the looks on their faces at that <laughs> first show of how uncomfortable they were. And so many yeah. of them have been accused of knowing that the affair was going on and kind of being complicit in this whole thing. And they, they're having to like, you know, it's like they're basically backing him up. Like they're standing there with him alongside him. And that, that's got to be a hard position to be in right now when a lot of people don't like him. Well, it's just so, a TV show, Holly. Yeah, it's just a TV show. It's just fans of the show. Who cares? <laughs> so. Well, we had Sheena's podcast with her attorney, Nima, and I thought this part was interesting. Lala was on as well, and they were talking about Lala was asking, why was it so easy for Raquel to get a temporary restraining order when my friend Amber, Randall's um, wife, mother of his two children before Ocean, she tried and was denied once, twice. What I thought was interesting is she got it the third time. I didn't know. Did you know that she ended up getting it? Yeah, I did. That's awesome. Um, but it took three times, whereas Raquel's took five minutes, right? But it makes sense. He explained it in that, you know, there here's two people. They don't live together. They're not a couple. They don't have children. Raquel came up with urgent care receipts and a police report, granted, filed, what, five days later. Um, whereas, I guess, with, you know, a, a couple with children – the court takes it much more seriously and is much more cautious because parents will do that. They'll weaponize the children, right? Make false allegations. And so they really have to do extra due diligence because you're going to see each other or you're sharing a home or you have to do kid swap and whatnot. And so that they're very, very careful, um, to issue those versus something, a civil thing. Because it, it alienates the children. Like right away, that would, like he said, it, for Raquel's, it's like an immediate 16 to 21 day hold of like no contact. And to do that to, uh, in a family situation, when one person could possibly be using that as a weapon, it's, yeah, they've got to yeah. be careful, which and that makes just- sense. Yeah, it did make sense. It was good he explained it because even having the TRO and even if that's dropped, it's shit like that's on your record. And when you go in then to family court, because that's the thing, there's different courts involved. So there's the criminal, the civil, the family court. And so that's why she didn't get it. But apparently she has it now. So, I, I mean, he still has his children. So they must just have a third party do the exchanges. Yeah. Or, yeah. Well, it's interesting. I'm looking forward to. I actually, I I thought that I had heard that they like right after it was granted, they settled on like a they like resolved it out of court. I thought that's what I heard, but maybe that's wrong. Yeah, no, probably is. Um, Right. Um, Well, tomorrow on the View is Lala. I'm not sure. I feel like she's going to be talking about. 
the family court system. I don't think she's on the view to talk about Scandal, although I'm sure that will come up. But also I saw Nick Viles putting out a podcast. He tagged Lala, so I don't know if Lala's on it or he just tagged her, but he has Amy Kaufman on, the person that wrote the LA or co-wrote the LA Times article on the Randall scandal Mm -hmm. that we saw in the Hulu documentary. So that'll be interesting. I have the view taped and then I have a note to listen to the files um, tomorrow because maybe we'll hear more on that then because Amber really wasn't featured that much in the Hulu documentary. Mm -hmm. And I think she, you know, her story is, you know, just as big as Lala's and she's got two kids involved and she was actually married. So it's a little more, you know, more heightened. Yeah. But maybe we'll hear more and maybe it does sound like that Randall scandal will be, there'll be an episode two at some point. Yes. So, um, yeah. So Lala and and Nima, Sheena's lawyer, they were talking about, you know, the day, the courtroom, the media exposure. And I just, we both, Holly and I laughed a little bit because he was like, oh, it was like none other. It was wall to wall. This courtroom was not prepared for the amount of press and people. He's like, it was wall to wall press. The gallery was full. And I'm listening. I'm like, were we at the same court? (laughs) Yes, we were. Yeah. It's, I was almost like embarrassed that I was there because unfortunately, like we can tell the story as well. (laughs) You know, it's like, shoot, like I wish you wouldn't have said that because it just straight up wasn't true. Um, and the courts could handle it, and um, there really like was they had nothing- too much staff. They were, had- yeah, I, I thought it was like a gross misuse of taxpayers' money. If I'm being honest, like uh, not it not towards like Raquel, but towards Sheena's team. Yeah, it's there was a point when they were waiting for Sheena to come in, and they we we could see the window outside when people walk in, and there was like four security guards, and then the two. Um, advocates that are, you know, kind of star handlers, right? And everyone's gathered around this, um, what do you call it? Like, well, the second floor, whatever. Like the elevator corridor. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they're like, who is she again? What is she on? Why are we here? Like, who, who is this person? And Holly and I were having to update all the security, the bailiffs, the customer advocates. We're like, oh, she's on this show. There's something big happening right now. It's called this. She's this person. And they're like, oh, okay. They were just looking because they felt like they were supposed to look because it's a celebrity. And, you know, between that time and outside, Holly and I had waited outside for a bit too. And, you know, there was like two giant cameras. One was TMZ and one was a local news station, which I think was the ABC affiliate. And then, you know, with each, and that was the only two news organizations there. But with each one, they had like three to four people. Like TMZ definitely had, um, I think, four people because there was two people that came inside, like more of the correspondence, whereas the cameraman had to stay outside. Same with the ABC. The cameraman stays outside, and then they send their like one person in. So there was like, what do you say, three, max four, like news people, like persons. I would say two. But if I'm being generous, fine, three. 
Well, I definitely heard two different TMZ people because they didn't really know each other. And they're like, oh, yeah, I'm with TMZ, too. And I'm like, you guys are both here and you don't even know each other. Like, are you covering different angles or something? And then I know that ABC person was inside. So definitely three, the camera people being outside then, which was only then a couple more. And then it was just Holly and I. And then this other couple that had just started a podcast, they had like one episode out at that point. We had not heard of them. Um, but we've since seen him on the uh, um, Scandaval Hulu thing. And God, he was hilarious on that. Was like funny. I, he, he was, I, I texted Sarah. I was like, he was my absolute favorite part of that shit. Like it was, <laughs> he, he's like his comedic timing and the way he tells the story. Like it made me proud as like a podcaster and a reteller of the story of Vanderpump Rules. Like he did it justice. He made it funny. And yeah. I, I was like, like, okay, like you can represent. Like us. we couldn't figure it out. We're like, how come we're the only people we know here? Like we know every other podcast in the world. We're the only ones here. And then they're like, oh no, we have this podcast, um, Turtle Time. And I'm like, well, that's Ramona's thing. That's her podcast. But, um, he was he I guess he'd been big on TikTok and and from the day, you know, Scandal broke and so, you know, I don't I don't know that world. Um but they showed some of his TikToks and they're hilarious because he's like driving around LA, you know, it's rainy and he's like, Well, the news broke. I can you can see here by, you know, no one out on the street. No one's out on the street because it's raining, right? It's LA. He's like, It seems like everyone in Los Angeles has hunkered down because of Scandal. It was so yeah, funny. It's it was funny. <laughs> yeah, so it was us, him, and that was it. Yeah, and so then when he said the galleries, the gallery was full. The gallery, you know, where people sit and watch a trial, right? You guys picture it on TV. You know, they're not letting all these people in. Well, this was a teeny tiny gallery, and there was three rows and probably like five seats, I don't know, or six seats in each row. It was tiny. It was like a little closet room. There was like, and half the seats were empty. So do the math. That's like 15 to 20 seats. And there was like 12 people in the room, including Sheena and Brock and Nima. And her and whole team. Her whole team. Which was like eight people. And then the three newscasters and then Riley and his partner and then me and you. <laughs> like, eh, that's a bit bit of a stretch. But you know, it, tell your story, Nima. Your, your version sounds better. Well, I mean, to be fair, like, I, I, I think, like, what was, like, kind of cracking me up is it's, like, he's an attorney. He should know how this works. The other people that were sitting were waiting for their own damn court hearings. They had not, they didn't know who the hell Sheena was. So other people were waiting, like, our, the, um, the problem with our courtroom, why it went so late is the court reporter was late. So our, our entire docket was sitting there. Uh, they weren't there for Sheena. They were there for their own court cases and um yeah and I, yeah and i would say the, the only thing that was like done like the community outreach uh people the two people that were working the the case they hung up things that said no photos like they were that was special for sheena's thing no absolutely no phones no phones past this point um they hung up those and then they sat at the table and counted, you know, who could go into the courtroom, which it's not even like there was like a wait list of people because no one else was there. Yeah. So. Just a little fact checking. <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah. it was a good podcast. I mean, I enjoyed hearing all three of them on her podcast. I still, I still am going to just raise a little uh, flag for, I just, I don't feel, some of the things they're saying I'm not comfortable with. I don't like the way they're talking about kind of the system or uh, I don't think it's fair to say that documents are falsified. Like, who are they to say that? And um, who are, and just like to assume that Raquel is lying. I don't like that. Um, Sheena didn't win her case. She didn't have to, nothing was done with her case. The case was dismissed. So I don't see, like, I, I, I'm kind of not even getting the justice is served thing. Cause like what justice was served? Yeah. A waste of taxpayer dollars. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I like the slogan though of, of all the t-shirts and the, the merch, you know, I, that one's catchiest to me because of the served, you know, S-U-R. Um, I mean, I, I resonate with it more than send it to Daryl. Hmm. I'm, I'm with send it to Daryl. <laughs> um, or this, you know, I don't know. Something about her. The Ariana merch is fun. She has options and I like she has options in items, but also in phrases. But some of the phrases are from, you know, fun, good, classic lines from before, which is smart because you're, you know, diversifying. It's not just scandal stuff, which is good. Um, but, yeah, well, we'll I ha- see. I have to say, like, we have sat here on this podcast, like, from the beginning, like, kind of clowning the cast and being like, why on earth... Whoa. What that? What's that noise? I know. That's uh, weird. That's really weird. It sounds, it sounds like like a, like a motor. Or a refrigerator or something. Yeah. That's that's not coming from your house? That's not coming from my house. Um, I'm going to take my earphones out. Hold on. It does sound like my fridge. Let me turn my... <laughs> That's weird. Shoot, I forgot my train of thought what I was saying, but um oh we've clowned on the cast for like just put the merch out. Like how hard is it? You guys, I have been serious there's two things I'm working on right now. Like one, like I cannot even talk about it. Sarah has like an idea. She knows like the anxiety I get with working with this one thing in my life right now. It's giving me so much anxiety. But the other thing is I'm trying to work on the merch and I cannot get it placed right. I can't like I don't know what I'm doing on the computer. So like to invert the color or like get the pull the back. Like I don't know how to do any of that. So like the time is just like slipping by, especially like I have I do have one kind of scanned of all design and it's like stressing me out because I want to release it so bad, but I can't like get my website up. So I'm still working on that. And so and, and I will not give up. But the timing, I'm very disappointed in my timing. Oh, well. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I haven't talked to you about your sourcing or anything. There's other options, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll I can't to. like, like I, I, I'm not even to like that step. You know what I mean? Like I can't even get like to step one. You <sighs> just stuck graphics, not even sourcing yeah. of items. Yeah. Yeah. I'm stuck there. Huh. Okay. Well, 
That's for another conversation. Mm-hmm. You guys will will be at Sir on Wednesday for the finale special party special invite we got. Um, we'll have to figure out how and when we'll be able to podcast because they're going to air it there. I'm sure it's going to be loud, so we're going to have to listen again. But also on Wednesday we'll be dropping our Real Housewives of Orange County recap. We'll get that to you on Wednesday. Because we are pre-recording, but we can't drop it till Wednesday. So, you know. Yeah. But you'll have that. And then either later that night or the next day, you'll have the, our Reunion 3 um, VPR. We're going to do our Patreon on um, Stassi. I, okay, you guys, I just finished Stars on Mars. Did anybody watch that? Oh, my God. It's on my list. And I've, I've seen clips. How is it? <laughs> this is never anything I would ever watch. I mean, it just looks and sounds stupid. I'm only watching this for the fact that Schwartz is on it. But is it like surprisingly good or it's not? No, it's not surprisingly Aww, good. Oh, man. I was hoping that it was going to be like something we could like kind of be into, you know? And he, I know. I was hoping for the best. Maybe the, the, the goat that Kristen's in will be more of that style. Yeah. Um, because, you know, that show is all villains. So that sounds promising. Yes. Um, yeah, Schwartz, uh, he was almost eliminated first night. They, so they ended up having, like, the bottom three. He was in the bottom three. Oh, geez. Yeah. It was funny. So they introduced each person coming in. And, like, he was the third person, I think. And I think Ronda Rousey, they're like, oh, there's a new person. She's like, oh, God, I hope it's Matt Damon. And then they play this music, like this Star Wars music, like dun 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 dun, and then they show like Tom coming up to the thing, and they're like, no, oh poor Tom, <laughs> he totally did him dirty on that. Um, and they're like Tom Schwartz, and they're like from Vanderpump Rules, and they're like currently known for Scandaval. I'm like, they did him dirty on that too, because most of the people watching the show. They're not going to know one Tom from the other. Mm-mm. So they're probably going to think he's Sandoval. Because he said currently known for Scandoval. I'd correct that real quick. I'd be like, I'm not the one. He didn't. He was explaining to people, which is also sad, that he had to explain to people who he was and what the show was. He was I, heard, explaining to I heard some clips like that. That was hilarious. The the super bad McLovin guy. He's yes. like, oh, I'm on this show. It's It's kind of a derivative of the housewives and uh he's like oh yeah i think i've heard of it he's like just everyone sleeps with each other and like i'm like this is your he's like i'm not scannable i'm the other tom like he didn't maybe he didn't know it i think they filmed this and then um they added these little bits later because i know he went back to australia probably to do those like confessionals and you know the the pickups yeah as people like to, you know, there's something called pickups. Oh. <laughs> um, so he probably didn't know that's how he was going to be billed because otherwise I think he would have been like, just so you know, I'm not that dumb. Um, so yeah, that was, that was really all that you really saw or heard from him. I mean, there's the, this girl, Ariel winter from modern family. Mm-hmm. Do you know who that is? Yeah. Big fan. She, she was talking to Portia from Atlanta. She's like, oh my God, I can't believe we're here with a real astronaut. Like, this is so, like, legit. And, like, he's here. Like, she thought Lance Armstrong was Neil Armstrong. Oh my God. 
So that was, and then she realized it later. She's like, "Oh my god, I look like such an idiot." <laughs> There's a another Vanderpump Rules um, reference. Jax was really into her. He was a big fan. Oh. Okay. Well, she's young. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was some fun razzing between like Lance Armstrong and like Marshawn Lynch, football player, uh, about like sports endurance because you know lance is old he's like the lance is like they're on the bicycle together and he's like yeah he's like marshawn thought like what lance did he's like oh i just thought you rode like a, a bike for like an hour like in a race he's like um it's three weeks and he's like did you know the average like time between when you say like you know hut you know with the ball your average play before the referees blow the whistle it's seven seconds he's like so you want to talk to me about endurance, big boy? <laughs> yeah. That was kind of funny. But yeah, it, it's not good. It's it's pretty, it's a real reach. But I'll hang in there as long as Schwartz I don't I don't see me watching past when Schwartz leaves. Not oh, because totally. Schwartz is dynamic, but it's because it's our content. Um it's it's not that compelling. But I gave it a shot. Nice. Yeah. Anything else going on? Um, no, I don't think so. Well, we just wanted to jump on and give you guys a quick update and some things going on, things we heard. And I have, I feel like I have like anxiety about going into this reunion. Like, I know that we still have like a couple more, like, what what do we have? One more episode after this of Secrets Revealed. But like... I feel like it's like we're starting to like circle the drain and I'm scared. Like I don't want it to end. Um, it, it just feels well, it's like it's not if, going to because they're going to start filming immediately after. I know, but it just feels like this like weird buildup. And it's like when I plan a trip and I get so freaking excited and like the yeah. best part is like planning the trip and I like plan every little thing and then I get there and Your like eyes over yeah, yeah and I have to be I have to like manage that high I've learned that about myself now so like today I was like is some big news thing gonna break like is something's gonna there something's gonna happen and like how am I gonna feel like I want to be present I want to be in the moment and I'm nervous about this party on Wednesday. I don't know what I'm going to wear. I don't know what I'm going to say. And then, like, I still want to, like, watch the reunion. And so, yeah, I just have, like, a lot of emotions. Well, and there might be some drama, too, at this event. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, you know, we <laughs> haven't seen Peter for a while. So well, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about drama with us. Oh. With me and you? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, are we in a fight? <laughs> Clearly, we can't say because people take things out of context and and assume we're talking about people that we're not. And like, yeah, it's like, what the hell? Where did this come from? Anyways, we'll report. We'll see what happens. We'll we'll clear this up and let you guys know, of course. Um, but the thing is, you got to remember, Holly. We have Wednesday, and then we have on Tuesday. Unfortunately, I'm on a flight until like midnight 12 15 a.m but holly you'll be at james and jack's thing at sir which i still think i don't know if the production will be there but they'll be filming that gopro shit to use in season 11 and then the next night we have secrets revealed and then the week or two after they're going to start filming so we're going to be on top of all of that shit there's a lot to do 
<laughs> it's like a lot. It's a lot. And then I have the the girls show this weekend. Like it's I have like a marathon of a time coming up, but you guys, I'm ready. I'm planned. I I can do this and it's going to be great. And I will go, we will go live, like follow us on social media, keep up with us, join our Patreon, because anything that we can't say, I'm going to say over there. Um, You have to go live at the Jack's James thing. I'll be on a plane, but I'll try to join it if I can, if the service is strong enough on the plane. Yeah, I'm, um, (coughs) I'm a little nervous for like how busy it's going to be, but I feel like going alone, I'm going to, I should be able to maneuver all around, so... I will be there. If you guys see me, please say hello. I'd love to say hi. Sometimes it's easier that way. Mm -hmm. Because everybody has an agenda. Um, Yeah, I mean, just experience what's happening and and don't leave too early. Sometimes we get, but also don't stay out too late. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes we go in there for 10 minutes like, eh. And then like shit happens later and we're like, fuck. Yeah. But also, easier said than done when you're alone. Yeah, I'll but do my best. To people, you guys reach out if you're going so that you can find Holly and form a club. I'm sure. I, I'm, yeah, I've already messaged with some people that are going, so I'll definitely be able to bop around. Yes, I think Chloe. And I'm, uh, Chloe, yeah, and I'm like so freaking excited to walk to something about her for my own content, like in my own eyes to see. Yeah, well, we'll do that Wednesday, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll give you an update on something about her on Wednesday as well as the reunion stuff and how the party was. You know, it's put on by, you know, I, I don't even know if we are supposed to say, but, you know, it's it should be good. Yeah. So we'll see. So um, I have... I, the James Kennedy merch shipped that should be arriving to me any day so I can finally ship out some of the James Kennedy and um, Christina Kelly and Lala and whatever merch we have. For those of you on Patreon, you know what I'm talking about. And we'll be doing more of that shiz, especially with the sandwich shop um, opening soon. Can't wait. We can get some gift cards to that. We can get some gift cards to the new Sugar Taco and Plant Butchers that opened in Long Beach to support Jamie Lynn and that entity, which is great. So a lot of fun things underway. Yes. Stay tuned for Holly's merch. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm excited. I need to learn more. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yes. Um, And then head over to Patreon now and you can hear us talk about um, Stassi's show and our thoughts. Absolutely. Come over. All right. Back to you in a day or two. Okay. Bye. Bye.